You know those people that walk down the sidewalk and have their phone on um, speaker while they have a conversation? You mean me? Do you do that? No, I don't do that. Thank God. I would have had to cut this completely off and never, ever, ever record another episode with you again. This is nothing like that. That is disturbing and it's disrupting. And we hope we are the antithesis of that. We are the greatest song you never heard. Hey, by the way, turn around and look out your window there, Chris. There's someone walking on the street with the speakerphone on, walking their dog. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I know. And it's like sometimes the introductions are just handed to you on a silver platter. (laughs) Makes no sense. We are the greatest song you never heard podcast. And uh, we feel like we have some remarkable songs in our repertoire that we want to share with the world. And most have not heard these songs. In fact, not only that... The next song you're going to hear, I don't know what it is. It's true. I probably have never heard of it. It's true. I think I probably just looked at the lyrics for the first time about 30 seconds ago. And uh, it's going to be a surprise for all of us except for Chris. Chris, how's it going today? What do we got going on on this episode? Well, I am so excited for you to experience this song, Phil. When uh, Years ago, uh, when when I thought about the concept of this show... Uh, it was probably in, in the late mid 2000s, like 2007 or so time frame. And I thought, man, I have all these songs that I, I love that nobody else has ever even heard of. And they right. think I'm weird because I'm like, this is such a good song. And they've never, I never have a chance to share it with right. them. So uh, when I told Phil about this idea and we decided to do this podcast um, two, you know, almost two years ago now. Yeah. Um, he said, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. And this was one of those songs that oh. off the top of my head, I was like, I could give this song to you and go, this is one of those songs that most people have never heard. Uh, and it's such a phenomenal song on so many levels. And when you understand what was the story behind the song, it's even more fascinating and more awesome. But in and of itself, just on its own, it stands out as just one of those a phenomenal songs. So I've got a question and a statement. Okay. The question is... I have the question. <laughs> oh, the question is, will everybody like every one of these songs on these on this podcast? Uh, they'll like every song I bring. Okay. That's where you're... <laughs> just speaking in confidence, that's, that's all. Great. Okay. No, actually, that's one of the beauties of this, this show right. is uh, there's plenty of times. Uh, let me give you an example. There's a, a really good podcast called Song Exploder we've talked about before. Right, right. I love um, that. And one of the songs that I was listening to with my wife was a Metallica song. Well, my mm. wife hates Metallica. Like, if you would say, do you like Metallica? She'd be like, gross, no. Yeah. But we listened to one of the Song Exploder episodes where they showed how they wrote the song, and how they recorded the song, and broke yep. it down. She got done, and she's like, I have so much respect for those guys. Yeah. And actually enjoyed the song more. Right. Because she got to, like, learn a little bit more about exactly. it. Exactly. And so we hope that some of these songs that you guys hear uh, will maybe give you some new respect for them. Because we're not listening to them just because... It's what's going to put us in a certain mood or those kind of things. We're analyzing these songs and looking at them deeply and going, this is why uh, this is one of the greatest songs that you've never heard. And this is the beauty of music, too. It is. And so the statement is, it's going to be hard, really hard for me to concentrate because you have poured a bombastic beer. That is true. That is phenomenal. Russell hit a home run on this. Yes, he did. And if you don't know who Bombastic is, uh, they're a brewery out of North Idaho, mm. and they make very bombastic beers. This is like a gigantic peanut butter, marshmallow, oh, fluff, vanilla. Vanilla, chocolate. Yes. There's so much going on. Anyway, I had to say that. Russell, thanks for this. This is really, really good. Well, okay. Phil, are you ready for one of the greatest songs you've never heard? I can't wait. All right, here we go. Place in the dark. Well, I used to know a girl, and I could have sworn that her name was Veronica. Well, she 
Absolutely love the song. I have some comments. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, where do I start? <clears throat> um, I I think this is an English person. Okay. Um, the introduction to this is like boom right away. In we're we're going. I love that. Um, I think I identify the keyboard player in this song. Really? Yeah. I think Diana Krall is the keyboard player on this. And um, are you I, cheating? No, I'm not. Okay, because I, I don't know who the keyboard player is on this. No, I no, I literally hear Diana Krall in there, uh, and then um, I want to say this is Elvis Presley. No. Nope. Okay. Uh, how about Elvis Costello? That would be the one. And Diana Krall really is not playing keyboards, but she is. His you wife. cheated. Oh, I know this song front and back. You know this song. I used to play this, Chris, in my aerobics class all the time. <laughs> and it's a great tune. And it's the first time in the history of the greatest song you never heard podcast that P. Hilly, me, that's true, knows the song front and back. Oh, that's awesome. Spike is the album. Yes, I it is. don't. Uh, I'm gonna guess um, probably '88 ish, something like really that. Really close, '89. Okay. Yeah, eighty nine. So nope. When so when I went like this, I put my arms up in the air. Yes, you saw that. You probably didn't know what that meant. I was, like, okay, I was I terrified. Go. I was like, he knows. He knows. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. So yes. this is an example of one of the greatest songs no one's ever heard because uh, it was a hit in certain places and circles. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't one of those songs that a vast majority of people would listen to uh, because it got relegated. Actually, it's considered. Um, by Rolling Stone magazine, be one of Elvis Costello's greatest singles that he ever released. Really? Yeah. And and do you know the story behind this song at all? No, I, I don't. But I'm actually um, looking at the album. I'm going to look up the album now. But um, yeah, please tell. So the, the little known story behind this album is actually more fascinating than the song itself. I heard this song uh, Sunday nights uh, from 6 to 9 p.m., um, or 7 to 10 p.m., one of the two. It was a three-hour slot. On on uh, MTV, they used to have a show. It wouldn't have been 6 to 9. It had been 6 to 8. Oh, it's a two-hour slot called 120 Minutes. This beer is so good. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, That's fine. One, 120 Minutes. You've referenced so, this show before. I have. Yeah. And it was like where they'd play alternative music that you wouldn't hear anywhere. A lot of Cure, a lot of Depeche Mode, stuff you weren't hearing on mainstream radio. And this song in 1989 was one of those recurring songs, along with Mayor of Simpleton that we heard a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was one of the other songs that was recurring about the same time. The fascinating story behind the song is this. Uh, in 1988, Wings, Paul McCartney's band Wings, and you're seeing a Beatles theme here yes, in are. the last few weeks for yeah. me, uh, because I've been really into the Beatles lately. <laughs> uh, but 
Paul McCartney's group Wings had broken up and he was going to embark on his first ever album and tour just as Paul McCartney. So he teamed up with Elvis Costello to help write an album. And according to the official McCartney biography called McCartney, um, <laughs> Go figure. they started falling into this McCartney-Lennon vibe. And everyone at the time were blown away by the music they were producing. And they were creating like Beatles version two um, songs. Crazy enough, uh, Elvis Costello is also from Liverpool. Oh, is that right? Yes. I did not know that. So they start recording songs. They start writing <clears throat> songs together. And the goal was they were going to give Paul an album full of like, um, like super high quality music that he could call his own to make it be like just McCartney. And they started writing a lot of stuff that sounded very Beatles-esque. You can hear the Beatles influence in this song. Oddly yeah, enough. Yeah, you can for sure. So they get into the studio and they start recording these songs. And they, they had about 10 to 12 songs together all together they wrote together and they are so good um they're like in fact i'm going to play one for you uh, a couple of them for you from that album so what happened is uh they started playing songs together they started writing songs together they're getting ready to start recording an album for paul mccartney everything's going swimmingly until elvis costello starts pushing back on paul mccartney uh, and paul mccartney's not used to having people push back no. on him and and except for john lennon John Lennon always did that, and he was cool with that. And, and that was probably what drove really excellent, brilliant Beatles songs, right? It did. And, and the whole experiment ended up falling apart, and they decided to take some of the music Ugh. that they had done together and divide it up between them. Ugh. And this was one of the songs that Elvis walked away with because he actually came with this song almost in its entirety. Uh, it's not too different from the original demo from it. But in 2017, uh, the album that came out of that whole writing session, it was called Flowers in the Dirt from Paul McCartney from 1989. And uh, several of the songs, uh, this was the big single. Uh, where, let me play the, the song, the original single for you from that album. You might have heard this before. This is Paul? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Listen to the lyrics. There's Julian Lennon in there, too. So much in there. Yeah. Or in John. <laughs> Even those pushing, harmonies. Pushing, yeah, pushing the words. Okay, listen to the bridge, and then we'll go on the next song. Anyway, you can hear the, like, it's so good. And this song ended up being a hit for Paul McCartney, but it didn't get the kind of coverage that I always thought. I heard this as a kid and going, this is, this really, is so good. It's really good. You know what's interesting? That Just before you turned it off, there was a drum lick. It went, right? Yeah. And I've never, I, if I've heard this song, which I don't think I have, um, I knew it was coming. Yes. There's something about music. And it used to be when I played at, at church, there was a drummer, uh, Kevin Olsenberg, is a wine distributor as well. So he and I get along really well. But uh, he's in the music uh, kind of circuit around here. He's a really good drummer. I could predict what he was going to play. 
mm. because we were we just have that similarity in um I, I guess how we interpret music i yeah. guess and so i could actually anticipate when i had never heard him play a, a lick mm. and that's what this song brought because that was the natural yeah, right yeah, yeah. Even though it's just kind of redundant and whatever, it's just, I could hear it right there. Well, and one of the things that Paul's known for is his efficiency in the use of words. Uh, there's a song called, if you read the McCartney biography, one of the things they point out is a song, I've Just Seen a Face. I've just seen a face. I can't forget the time or place when we mm. just met. And it's one of the most efficient pop songs ever written because there's not a single syllable that he cheats on. And I know because sometimes you do have to cheat. Totally. Because you can't find a cheats. word that, that words works into the... And even in this song, Simco. My Brave Face, he says, ever since you went away, I've had this sentimental inclination not to change a single thing. And I'm like, that's so freaking brilliant. I know. How do you pull that off? Right. Um, which pull is it funny off because, because they're really good. In the demo of this song, there's an album, by the way, called uh, Flowers in the Dirt Archive Collection from 2017, where they play all the original demos from the songs they were writing together. They circled around as bootlegs for a while, um, and they finally got released officially. Can you um, add into the show notes some of these song references? Yes, I for sure because will. Because I, I think that's something, um, well, <laughs> something I would like. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking people that listen to this would also like to refer back, and it's a lot easier when you just so I'm gonna copy and paste. Pull an audible if that's cool with you. Uh, so, uh, what's the so an an audible in football? You have a, a change of play call. That's right. But there's something that shows, like when I quarterbacked. Yes. I would say black. Okay. That was the that's a black, and then you call the play. Okay. Right. Black. Okay, there we go. Um, we're going to call this a two-for-one episode because I'm going to play you a second song. You're going to get this next But you don't too. get the lyrics. You just have to listen to it and experience it like everybody for the first time. Are you ready for That's this? That's great. And then I'll tell you a little bit more about this. This is another one of the songs that came out of those recording sessions. Locked in a photo 
sh- probably shouldn't have led with that one. <laughs> well, I was. I love Veronica. Yes, I really do. I heard Elvis backup in this. Yeah. Okay, and and Paul. Yes. This is a fantastic song. You know, when you look up, uh, what is the longest podcast? Uh, you know, what's the sweet spot for yeah, the length yeah. of it? Who knows what it is? The the answer is however long it takes. Yes. To give your message. Today, we are experiencing that. Yeah. Because this this is gold. Yes. This is absolute gold. Um, this is I, I can't even I can't even elaborate <laughs> any more on it. Uh, we have got a nice little rhythm going here on some really good tunes. And so thank you for this because this was fantastic. Well, the problem was I couldn't pull the two apart. I couldn't pull them into two different episodes because I was thinking through like I I love uh, the Paul McCartney side. I love the um, uh, Spike side of things, the Elvis Costello side. I can't just like make these two different episodes because there's too much intertwining there. Right. And then I heard this demo. Uh, that's literally the demo that they just recorded together. And and funny enough, um, Elvis Costello was quoted as saying, you actually can't beat the energy of the demo uh, for what they actually ended up putting on an album. Right. And they ended up doing that album, on, that song, Paul McCartney's album. By the way, Paul McCartney played his Hoffner, famous Hoffner bass mm. on the Veronica song. Is that right? Yes. And so there's... So they still collaborated. Yes. But they just couldn't do it under each other's brand almost, yes. right? Okay, and they ended up going amazing. their separate ways, yeah. Uh, wow. So anyway, I, I just couldn't pull the two apart, so I decided we could do a two-for-one instead of uh, two separate episodes. We should do that two weeks in a row. Isn't that song fantastic, though? The, the song is fantastic. Oh, it's so... The energy there... And that song is literally Elvis Costello sitting at a piano, Paul McCartney standing behind him playing the guitar, and that's it. That Those... You were talking about covers a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and how a good song, uh, if it's done right, even if it's different, a cover will still elevate that song, right? Right. And when you strip a song down to just two instruments, two vocals, that's it. It's magic. And we're talking about Elvis Costello and Paul McCartney. Here. Right. I mean, these are legends in the music business. Yes. Okay. Uh, arguably... Paul McCartney probably has some more clout than Elvis, but people in the know yes. know Elvis Costello is way up there. And he's got a show. Did you know that? Elvis Costello has a show? It's called Spectacle. No. Yeah. Is it like a TV show or is it like it on was, um, the I'm not exactly sure, but I ran into this years ago. Hmm. Uh, he had his wife on, uh, Dinah Crawl. Yeah. It's... It's the only thing I've ever bought on Apple other than music. I mean, yeah. you know, video show. Since he was one of the producers and she was his wife, he brought another producer in to actually um, be the MC or the leader yeah. to talk through. And that was Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> the show is spectacular. It's called Spectacle. But this is my favorite. I, I watch it once a year. Hmm. She is so good, by the way. Do you know Donna Carl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. She's so good. But it's funny because uh, her idols when she grew up were Elvis Costello and Elton John. Oh my gosh. And she's married to Elvis Costello. I mean, how fun would that be to be in the basement when they're just like jamming? Yeah. 
Oh, so look up Spectacle. Look up these. Where can people find this particular that you just? Um, well, it's on all the major music sources like okay. Apple Music and Spotify and those kind of things. It's called uh, Flowers in the Dirt. Okay. Archive Collection. It's like in parentheses, Archive Collection 2017 Remaster. Yeah. Uh, get those in the show notes. If you literally just look up Flowers in the Dirt, it's one of the ones that pops up. And you can tell it because it looks like someone took the really crappy, like they, it literally looks like someone took the CD and like scanned it with like a 1985 scanner it's terrible our album art but 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 in that makes it good yes right yes it's really good and so that's the name of the song uh no the song is called uh lovers that never were okay that wow original demo (laughs) that's sometimes the demos are the best so good if you like what you're listening to you can get a little bit more by visiting us on social which is the greatest song you never heard on facebook a G-S-Y-N-H podcast on Twitter. And of course, the greatest song you never heard.com. Chris, any follow-up? This this has been one of the best episodes ever huh. from the greatest song you never heard. I, I think so. And uh, only to be outdone by next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> which you'll have to wait and, and, and wait till it publishes and drops. So, Chris, any other parting shots? Uh, I'm just excited for next week. So, with that... <laughs> Uh, we raise a glass to you. We and I'm glad you called an audible because I'm tip our hats to, to you. And we thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on the greatest song you never heard podcast. Go